This is Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast. Max Bretos and Vince LaRosa. This is a very special edition, Vince. Why? Why? What? Why are you I'm... so down? Okay, it's our 100th episode. It's our 100th episode. 100th episode. Pop Every... the champagne. Uh, yep. Hey, yeah. Can we get some of that? I mean, I, I got you some. Uh, I didn't get you uh, champagne, but I got you some very fine California sparkling. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Because <laughs> it's from the region of. Yes. <laughs> it's not. Max Blanc. Max Blanc. adheres to those naming conventions. It can only be champagne if it's from the champagne. region. Champagne. As I prosecco. No. Cava. Okay, so I'm just you know I mean you I wanted love a you. big blowout. Yeah, I love you. I but obviously I've done now a hundred episodes with you. Uh, you know maybe. We could have someone cool. Oh, I know. I know. We had a big plan. But I have a surprise for you. Okay. Coming up, we have planted a camera in the LAFC Performance Center. Okay. And now you got gonna, my attention. We are getting some of the players to wish us a happy 100. Okay. That's cool. It's You're going to love it. I am going to love You're it. You're going to love it. It's about time. But yes. Okay. No, actually, I, thank you, Max. That's a very nice And we want to thank nice Seth gesture. Burton and Alonso Corona Alonso for helping Corona. put this all, and, all course, together. Team Security Paul. Team Security Paul, who we'll hear from as well, probably. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but he is very big britches these days. He's a bigger star than uh, either of us two around LAFC. Uh, doesn't have to pay for a drink. Doesn't have to uh, park uh, in the boondocks. He he gets <laughs> he gets the number one parking spot. He gets great well, treatment. Well, you know, it's because he does ferry the players around, so yes. he's got precious cargo. So we have that 100th little celebration we'll look forward to. But uh, this also falls on an, an interesting weekend. There was no, uh, there was very little MLS. Uh, we didn't have a game, LAFC. No. So we all got to sit back and enjoy two major finals, yeah. which is very rare that we get to do that because normally the Euros and the Copa America are in different years. The Euros and the Gold Cup are on different years. Uh, they're usually the only show in town. But here we are, Saturday night. Argentina-Brazil Copa America final Sunday afternoon here in the United States, England-Italy Euro final. So did you did you get time to enjoy it? I watched both of them. I wouldn't say I enjoyed both. No, I didn't enjoy. <laughs> I will. I got uh, Saturday. Uh, we got out the family. We went to the Maxi and his friend. We went to the, the Griffith Observatory. Went oh, for a little cool. hike. Got an ice cream, went to Silver Lake Ramen. You ever ridden the horses? 85 there? degrees. You shouldn't have ramen, but it's delicious. Oh, no, some people, I actually have heard a lot of people tell me they prefer hot food on hot days because it it's actually just, does kind of chill you down. Because, uh, maybe. But uh, have you ever done the, the horseback riding out there, Griffith Observatory? A long time ago. And the little train, but, you know, kids get older. And Fun fact Griffith Observatory named after a man named Griffith Griffith. Griffith Griffith. Hello, I'm Griffith Griffith. How weird is that? And I'm going to stake my flag right here in beautiful Los Angeles in these hills right here. And one day there'll be a baseball stadium right there. And another time there'll be a train track going all the way through connecting Toluca Lake and beautiful Echo Park. That is exactly what he sounded like. Is that what he sounded like? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I was in that area. I drove by. I didn't stop because we stopped at the ramen place. But we drove by a couple outdoor bars and... Sunday, I was in Santa Monica on my normal Sunday run, mm-hmm. and I drove by a couple outdoor bars. I saw TVs with the games on, all of them. No baseball, no golf, no cornhole. It was all on soccer, and the best part, everyone's heads were looking up. Everyone was, not everyone. Oh, they weren't like actually 50, on their phones? No, but they were looking engaged. They weren't having conversations. About half of all the people I saw, I probably should be focusing on my driving. Yeah. We're looking Sorry. up. I was at a stop sign at both times. Sure. And I was on foot the other time. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. So I was like, right on. 
Would you see more of? I, I mean, I, I would assume on Sunday it was a lot of England jerseys. We do have a lot of English contingent out here. But what about Saturday? More yellow of Brazil or more sky blue of Argentina? I saw where I went by was a lot of Argentina. And then there was all this, all these images in Bangladesh and India. Answer. Did you see that? No. Where after oh, they no, won, I didn't see that. What is they that? Are, they are so big Messi, Messi fans, fans that they okay. all support. They don't su- they, they support Argentina, but it's their support. But they really Messi. support Messi. That's cool, though. And they had parades on their mopeds and their bicycles making noise. It was incredible. That is pretty incredible when you, when you consider it like a country halfway around the world just loves this guy so much that they support. And I mean, I think, look, why I said Argentina was the right answer is because I think we all were just kind of willing Messi to to get that international trophy. I was. Uh, actually, I was two things I was willing Messi for. One, to survive. <laughs> Not get another bloody cause, sock? Because I'll tell you what, yeah, his Kurt Schilling game. Uh, I'll tell you what. Much nicer My guy. name is Griffith Griffith, and yeah. I had a bloody sock when Leo I Me- built this incredible Leo Messi, trains. much more likable than Kurt Schilling. Um, that's not an understatement. Uh, but he was, I, he's not a, he's a free agent. Still is? Could have been murdered in that game. That's a great point. Well, I'll tell you what. In the, <laughs> I think he heeded your warning because in that final, he kind of was a spectator. Kind of sit back and was like, do-do-do. It was a tough game to get on the ball. There wasn't much passing. It was awful. It was, it was d- this, dribbling and then crash test dummies. Just blow, blow people up. Oh, I hit the mic for once. It's my fault. Good. I'm doing my best not to. So far, so good, Ben, right? Ah, yeah, thumbs, up. thumbs up. So uh, let's start with Copa Mene because it was Saturday. The game. Because it'll be one we can get through quickly. It, it was great. We'll go through great. It was great because of everything that happened with Messi. Seeing the team, final whistle, all rush to him. Pick him up, throw him in the air, see him lift the trophy, mm-hmm. see him on the camera with his family talking about it and seeing that little kid come out. Seeing all those years of work come out because he hadn't won it for a guy who always represented his country. Uh, and getting that moment, it was all worth it. But uh, when you <laughs> when you watch these games, and look, I'm going to get sidetracked here. I'll get a little sideways because okay. I always said, I mean, this is what our podcast does. So the don't gap feel bad. between the Euros and the Copa America and the Gold Cup was was significant. It is so big now yeah. that the Euros almost feels like the World Cup. I would say that felt like any World Cup final, if not better, mm-hmm. because of the teams. I think the tournament as a whole has been better than most World Cups. Yes. Look, France, Croatia, and Russia was good. England and Italy in Wembley, it's another level. Another level, yeah. It was intense. It was loud. And just seeing those countries play and the players that we've gone, you know, this is still a new Italian team. We're learning that, but the English players and the star power on the sideline. There's such a huge gap that uh, it, it really diminished the Copa America as a competition, which was handcuffed because they're still dealing with COVID and there's empty stadiums. Uh, and it's probably going to be like that for, for the foreseeable future. So uh, I know Europe really just a big flex. Yeah, you know what's cool uh, just in general about this that I was thinking of coming in is, and I don't, uh, I know Arsene Wenger is trying to push this, and I don't prescribe to this, to having tournaments be so two years or every every other year. Uh, but it, for once, it is actually kind of cool to know that the World Cup is about a year and six months away. Um, and seeing these teams, seeing seeing Argentina finally seemingly figure it out. Brazil still looks like Brazil. Uh, they're both built around their star players. Uh, to your point of Messi being a spectator, I will say, uh, my dude Edgar, who takes fantastic photos for LFC on a game days, he pointed out that, you know, he did have a hand in a nine of 12 Argentina goals leading up to that. So we'll give him, we'll give him a little bit of pass for that game. Um, but now we, and then now we see an England team that's very young. 
Uh, we see an Italy team, like you said, we're learning about them. I don't know if I don't know if Benucci and Chiellini are going to make it all the way to this next World Cup, but like we're we we kind of are really jacked up for like a really good World Cup, which I wasn't too keen on uh, prior to COVID, and then when COVID happened, because I was like, that's oh, going to happen in the middle of their season. Uh, it's going to be a Winter World Cup. It's so weird, but now I'm I'm pumped because there's now after watching the game, the, those four teams alone, I'd be stoked if. If you told me the semifinal of the World Cup was Brazil, Argentina, England, Italy, wow. Yeah. But then you just got France in the mix. Well, think about the teams in Europe that didn't even make a quarterfinal. Germany, France, Portugal. None of those teams made a quarterfinal. Yep. So you had eight teams. Belgium on top that did make a quarterfinal. But these teams that were, I mean, it's, it's so stacked. So, But I would say that I'm, I'm with you on the World Cup. And the fact that it's in Qatar in winter is going to even out the gap from Europe and the rest of the world, which we need because the last World Cup, all four semifinalists were European. I mean, the Europeans have won it every time going back to 98, 94? Is it no, 90? no, no, no. Because 2002, 2002, 2002 yeah, Brazil yeah. won. Brazil won in 2002. So the Brazil in 94, Brazil in 2002. Other than that, it's been pretty European exclusively. Uh, and... I think we can close the gap. I, I'm watching that. I, I've been campaigning for a, a tournament of the Americas where the Gold Cup, and, and it'll never happen, but the Gold Cup and Copa so cool if, if But it Italy makes played sense. Argentina now, like a couple, like a week later? Yeah, I mean, you have a tournament where you have a top line of Argentina, Brazil, say Colombia, Uruguay, Mexico, and the United States, and maybe a Costa Rica or, or maybe Canada moves up there. you got a nice tournament. Yeah. Should we talk about the Gold Cup at all? Not yet. We'll get no. to it. But Mark Anthony Case starting his first game and uh, doing very well. Well, Canada, USA. Canada the looked 18th. the best out of anyone so far. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, U.S. is... We haven't their, seen all the teams it's their yet. their C team. But Canada, USA on the 18th is going to be a fun one. It's going to be... Uh, it's it's going to be nerve-wracking, I think, because Canada got their goals in. They fell behind. And they, they sort of tearing it all up again uh, and won 4-1. to one. Uh, uh, one one more point about Copa before we go to Euros. Uh, I, I put it in my. I thought we already went to Euros. Oh, yeah, we kind of did, but I just want to go back real quick. Uh, Rodrigo DePaul. I just want to bring him up because I know you're a big uh, Cholo Simeone fan, and he's moving there. He's going from Udinese, who a lot of team people don't. A lot of people don't know this guy because they maybe don't follow Serie A the way I do. Uh, I think he's a really good player, and I'm actually sad that he's leaving Serie A, but he's going to a coach that's really going to use him and. Man, he was the best player on that field, if you could say anyone was really playing. Argentina looked like Atletico Madrid in that final. Yeah, a That's bit. how they played. And not a bad idea. Not a bad idea, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to give them a shot in 2022. So when you look at Argentina, don't think of the romance of Maradona no. and Canigia and Gabriel Batistuta. Mm -hmm. Think of a, a functional team that works well around Messi, which is what they were always yeah. looking for. So he can have those great moments, but these other guys that will cover space for him and work for him. Lautaro will get open like he did in the, was it the semifinal, got that great goal, uh, aided by Messi. So it, it yeah. works. No team's window has closed. I can't remember who said it, but people were down on Belgium. They're like, that's ah, the end of that golden generation. This was their last chance. I might the tweet World that. Cup, that's really good. The World Cup is a year and six months from now. It's not the end of any generation. I mean, I, I, literally, aside from Bonucci and Chiellini, I think we're going to see all the protagonists of these teams back in these games. I mean, did Danny Elvis didn't play for Brazil, did he? No, I mean he's, he was he's supposed to go to the Olympics. Okay, he's an ageless wonder. He's the one guy that I think could play beyond Ibrahimovic years. But like other than those, no one's window is closed. That golden generation of Belgium will be 
in the mix, which is, again, why it's going to be so cool. Yeah, I'd like to see what the rest of the nation, obviously the African nations, the sleeping giant there, see if someone will come through. Uh, the Asian teams, Korea was very young. South Korea was very young in the yeah. last World Cup. Maybe it grows. Uh, there'll be a good story. Iran was okay in the World Cup. So look at these Asian teams. The Japanese team was interesting the Japanese, in the World Cup. They, they were this close to a quarterfinal, right? Yep. They had Belgium down two goals. Two, yeah. There's nothing that's more photographic in my memory than World Cups. It's not even close. Yeah, it's true. Not even special not family even the days. the birth of my children. No, I don't have any children. <laughs> I do remember the birth. Uh, so I think that's promising for uh, Argentina's stock has really gone up. It's not just they, Messi well, getting figured, the trophy. It's but balance, right? They, they figured out a balance. I mean, look, good problem to have the best player of all time, the, the alien that is Leo Messi. But it, it's tough, man. When you, you can't, it's, soccer's not built around one player. But when you do have a player of Leo Messi's caliber, you have to find a way. And I think they did. A functional midfield. Eh, maybe you need to figure out somebody else other than Otamendi in the Ah, uh, that's the one that didn't get either. Yeah, although like, Christian, wait, you got nothing yeah, better Christian than Romero, who plays for Atalanta, is a good player, a young player that's coming up, is actually owned by Juventus. Uh, but, <laughs> um, they'll probably sell him uh, just because they, they have Delict and other guys. But yeah, it's a good functional team. I, I think the one thing we learned is teams are very important in this because that like England and Italy, those were teams. Like throughout the Euros, yeah. the Denmark, yeah. Denmark was a team. Like they really played well as a team. I, I think we've learned that if you can have a cohesive unit, which is tough in a national Spain team setup, was a team. Spain was a team. It's tough in a national team setup because one, the, it's not always the best coaches that are putting it together, and two, you know, you got to have a federation that believes in a style of play from top to bottom. I view these superstar players, superstar players. They have to, they have to be cautious of this because maybe they'll go, look, this is our best bet. This is the blueprint, these teams. So we're going for guys that are going to bring their lunch pail and, and really grind and work. So we're moving away from that era, the Ronaldo-Messi era, to a degree, because there's still going to be stars out there. And look, yeah. there's plenty of star power you can hang your hat out. Uh, I would also add about the Copa America, Colombia's got a very bright future. They kind of cut... They kind of didn't even bring Luis Muriel, who's no, probably the best striker. Hamas, <laughs> Hamas wasn't called into that. No, no, Hamas. Radamel Falcao's yeah. kind of moved on as, as his. Play. How come people aren't asking us to coach these teams? I feel like we would have put together a better lineup. They're going to a better young team. Here? I like what Colombia's doing. They're not sitting there going, "All right, we're going to kiss the ring." Sorry, we're moving on. I know, but you you can't not bring Luis Muriel. You got to bring Luis Muriel, but maybe you don't bring in Hamas. Hamas, I can understand. It's a, a bit of a pain. Falcao, I can understand, but too Muriel, old. Come on. I do You're, love I do love uh, Juan Cuadrado though. He's like, yes. like if you know what I, you know what drives me crazy people that like players just because like ah it's for giggles and I'm like yeah but like like players because they're good. If there's one player that's kind of for giggles but he actually is really good, Juan Cuadrado. Juan Cuadrado is I I love when he does it because when you have English broadcasters and this I'm not taking a dig at me but they the way they speak is very hard to say his last name mm -hmm. and I've heard it said eight thousand different ways Juan Cuadrado Cuadrado uh, it's very hard Cuadrado but it's how do you say Brazil's coach name I love that Chiche 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 it's a great name Fred it's Fredji right Derek Ray will be uh, all over I, I'd love to see Derek call a Brazilian game and see how Ooh. how on song he was he'd have to get with Tim Vickery really get some help uh, yeah, yeah, true. Do we okay? Should we move on from Europe? Yeah, we talk should some, move on, actually. Okay, let's we, talk LAFC. We, I, we talked enough. I, I, look, we did this because we saw a lot of LAFC fans were watching these games because, again, we weren't playing, and these were the biggest games on the weekend. So we wanted Correct. to give you a little, little taste of that. But what, what, could, what could we say about the Euro final that hasn't already been said? Plenty. I think we got we got our point across. Usually the Copa America is leverage. It's just going to be me bragging about Italy, so let's not Yeah, that's not, that is not no good. No one wants that's that. That's not good me. pod. So no game for LAFC this weekend, but... Going back to last Wednesday, went to Austin victorious 
in a wonderful game, well attended. A lot of comparisons to LAFC, as I said on the broadcast. By the way, we're unbeaten on our local broadcast. I believe we're 4-0-0. Yeah, there you go. That's that's uh, team of the week right there. So we'll <laughs> have good news. We should have a commentator case. on the team of the week. Yeah, they do a coach, then they fill in the players and a bench commentator. Why not? Good news will be on KCOP on Saturday, so we could extend well, that. I, I love that's what I love to hear. And Christopher Sullivan's my plus although, one. Although, although, National has picked up the broadcast in the middle of the week. But we why the, why would they do that? Why would they do that? But from what I'm hearing, we're getting a home game in September. Oh, back. good. So it's a good trade on the back end. Yeah, yeah, and a home game. So uh, where was I? Um, we the, results. the Austin game and Look, then the, the victory at Real Salt Lake. So back-to-back wins, back-to-back road, road wins, wins, back-to-back First clean time since sheets 2019. since uh, late in 2019. Tough. And a, a, a get-well situation where they're now in fifth, but there's a good gap between them and the non-playoff teams. So now you come home feeling good about it, and uh, a lot sticks out about the way they got it. And I'll, I'll jump in here because – We've talked about it and people saying the LAFCs can be one-dimensional and they play a certain way in teams. You can't say that not anymore. Not anymore. Not you, anymore. LAFC I has, never believed that, no. but it's definitely not true anymore. You play to your strengths. LAFC has some certain players that do well, some good wide players. Now Chiqui Palacio is going to be back, so another fullback to keep uh, the possibility of maybe going 3-5-2 with those wingbacks in there. And you also have a situation where you're keeping teams on their toes, which has got to be frightening for these squads. You're not going to come out and maybe play a game with 65% possession. They're going to do it with less possession and find more things. This is a, a eureka moment in many ways. Yeah. You know what's been weird is, aside from the MVP as of late, Sifu, who clearly has been head and shoulders, one of the best players on the pitch each every time he steps on the pitch, the LFC midfield is not what is powering this team. And it was... Uh, tough in the RSL. I think the RSL game was just kind of a sloppy game in general. Uh, ta- as Bob said, a tactical game. I thought the Austin game was even more tactical because Austin wanted so much possession and they wanted to shoot from everywhere. They weren't taking the best shots. There was a lot of block shots. And LFC was like, fine, because they weren't really, other than Sifu dribbling the ball forward and just kind of bossing in the midfield in that way, Edward Atuesta, Latif Blessing were not finding passes really forward. And so what LFC did was they said, okay, uh, we have wing backs. Whenever you have wingbacks, you want them you want them to feature in some way or another, right? Like if you have, if there's a feature of your system and that doesn't feature, that's a problem, right? So if your wingbacks are non-existent, what's the point of having wingbacks? But what they did was push farther up, push farther up. And LAFC actually, and I had asked Bob this before, I think the RSL game, like I asked him, why do you think you guys haven't been good in transition, offensive transition? Because I, I, to my memory, I think they had scored like one goal in offensive transition. And th- look, this is an LAFC team that we're used to, especially in 2019. One, two, three passes, goal. And they would just, and then go back and do it again. You know, three, four goals just in clips. Uh, the Austin game was the first time I think that they were good in offensive transition. And, wow. and they played for it. Like, there was moments where they were like, look, we'll play for second balls, which is never really in LAFC's DNA. But they were willing to pick up balls and then just go right at you. And that was uh, a feature of one Sifu coming from the midfield and, and joining in. It almost was a 3-4-3 at times, Sifu getting high up there. And then Kim Hoon Wan and Raheem Edwards in his first start for the team were really good uh, defensively at wingbacks. And they were smart when they jumped passes. They were brave when they got the ball at their feet. I mean, I saw Raheem, I think, and I said this to uh, my co-host on the postgame, Jessica Black, I go, figure eight a guy. She goes, what? Figure aided? What is he? Did a donut? <laughs> well, no. T- t- back in the day, we used to call that when you would put it on the side of the guy and run ah, around yes. him. And she goes, we don't call it that. I go, I'm very old. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> but know. I think he did it to two guys in a row, which was awesome. It was, and also tiptoeing the touchline too, which was really cool. He's got those little slipper feet. You can barely see him. He's, he he can really. He's motor. a gamer, man. He's a gamer. And look, in the three that kind of formation where the Corey Baird moved out, and Corey Baird has put in a lot of minutes. But those two guys in the in the tack, which gives the wider players an opportunity. Uh, maybe with that rotation, if. I would imagine it would always be if they keep doing it. It's always going to be Rossi Vela if those two guys are healthy. But They're, you can move I mean, them some pieces around. You can move around. people around, and then you have this bench that looks a lot more menacing with uh, a Corey Baird, and not not to say that he's going to go there. But I think LAFC could probably come back to the traditional four three three on Saturday and maybe really push it. But I don't know. But you I don't, don't know. know. That's what keeps. That's what makes yeah, this very dangerous. The best part is RSL doesn't know. RSL doesn't. Know. And you know it's funny. It, Carlos was. Besides scoring the goal that was taken back, and I don't know, do you want to talk about that goal at all, or we, do we have to? The VAR? I mean, I've said my piece on it. You wait, can't... wait, what would you say? Well, I actually got a call during, because I, I was going, is this reviewable? And I go, okay, I saw Every, it. I mean, it's a goal, so. Yeah, I go, I saw, yeah, it's a goal, so that whole sequence, and I was like, I just wanted to see how far along the sequence. And someone goes, hey, you know the rule? I go, yes, I know the rule. I'm just seeing where it happens so I can properly explain it. So yeah. you see it's part of the sequence. It was pretty hard. I mean, I get it. My, I mean, thing, my big thing was this. That is either a foul or it's not. In Bob was play. angry on that one. Oh, yeah, he was. He's fired up. And he should be. No, because here's the thing. How many times have we seen this play? A guy gets a ball. His back is totally turned. A guy's right on top of him. It's a bang-bang play. Yes, there's contact. But the referee in live time decides foul or not, right? And you're okay with that. You'll take that in live time. But then to say, no, 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 let's get a chance to go all the way back, not what VAR is for. No. Not what it's for. I hate for. it. That's I hate what, that part. That's what drove me crazy. But that's the thing. Look, un- until you you recalibrate it, uh, you look at that, and they're going to say, they're going to look at that, look pretty firm, came over the leg. It's I, I hate it. But you're right. It, you, 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 you have to have some sort of uh, description or, or dis- about the referee going, when you saw it in real time, did you think it, and now I have a chance to see it in slow motion. That's, that's heading down a slippery slope. Right. But to get back to my point, so Carlos is is big in that, and he's actually features in, in the goal, but then kind of goes a little quiet because of the way the match was going. But towards the end there, I think Bob brought him over and said, hey, find ways to start high, come low, give us a little possession. That's another little wrinkle because normally, you know, we talk to Bob. He doesn't want Carlos dropping deep for the ball because, right, you want Carlos as close to the goal as you can. But, man, if he can get the ball at his feet with, uh, you know, midfielders that aren't picking him up, dropping off defenders – and then Diego Rossi sprinting forward like he did on that second goal to kill it off. Again, another little wrinkle that teams have to have to deal with. We also have a, a different, not supporting cast. Yeah, I guess you could call it that developing. And because you can't really call Sifu supporting cast because he's probably he has been the most important player these yeah. last few weeks for the club, and he continues to produce. Uh, Kim Moon Juan uh, has been logging lots of. Well, minutes. I think these. I think supporting cast. I think where you're going with this is these are guys that like. That you when can you rely start, on now. When you started the season, you said it would be nice if Sifu was a, a catalyst. Kim Wan, new guy, new system, tough, tough to put a lot on him. We want to see from we know he's talented, but we don't say like, let's put all this, let's put all this on your shoulders. And then Thomas Romero. Thomas Romero is one where you're like, that guy came out of the blue. But these are guys that I like I said, where you're going with the supporting cast, these are guys that at the beginning of the season, no chance. You said it would have been nice. Now they're carrying the team. Thomas Romero, two shutouts. Kim Wan. looks great. Kim Moon Wan is, is one of the most exciting players in all of MLS right now. <laughs> right? Without question. From a wingback position. It's, it's pretty cool. Like, look, MLS gets a lot of stick for, you know, oh, it's not soccer. It's not as good. Man, there's a lot of cool things going on here if you're paying attention. There's a lot of cool, like, wrinkles. There's better coaching. And then, yeah, there's guys. 
a guy from South Korea is playing here in MLS, and he's an absolute baller. Enough to where he's getting uh, enough where he's getting. You some. finally hit the mic. Hey, there it is. God, I mean, he's getting call ups for South Korea, which is magnificent because they're going to be a World Cup team, and yep. they could be a World Cup team that could make it a quarterfinal or better. So uh, it's but all those guys coming up, and then you see a, a more defined starting group and it's not always the same starting group but look Romero uh looks to be the number one now the way he's played you you see it and uh, the way we talked about it after the game is the a lot of things impress you by him but the the how quickly he identifies the dangerous balls coming in mm-hmm. and he gets off his line and makes the right decision because he's not a, a very tall keeper no. so he has to he knows I think he he's can't... listed as six one yeah not I bet sure. you I'm taller than him I bet you you are. So uh, just for him to identify and get those things out, A, the alertness, and, and he's, that's just going to get better. Uh, and no one, nothing's been announced about who's the number one, number two. But, uh, look, he's taking this job right now. Pablo Cisniega is going to sit there and wait for his opportunity. We know if you work hard, you get these opportunities mm-hmm. with the club. But those three guys have made a huge difference. And it's it's with Carlos healthy and Diego healthy, it gives you a situation where it could come from anywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, again, to go back to your kind of supporting cast, these are now guys that are catalysts of the team. You didn't think you wanted to to rely on them, and then you add in Carlos Vela, and then you add in Diego Rossi, and then to the point that I made earlier about the the passing not being that great in the midfield, and somehow we're winning games. Like Edward Atuesta has still not shown us the best of what he has to offer. Uh, I I would say honorable mention to guys like uh, Eddie Segura and uh, Murray who have been. Uh, incredible in, in different roles and having to figure out a three-back. I mean, Marco Farfan played as a center back in that in that match. Like, very much Kyle Walker-esque, you know. He was, a back, he was a member of the back three. He was a yeah, stay-at-home that's what defender. I'm saying. He's, a, he's a fullback that generally you're like, he's a fullback, always a fullback, that's a fullback. Oh, play center back. And was very good. I thought he was very good in that game, helping out Raheem on that left side. Uh, yeah, this team, to the naysayers that said they can only play one way, it's absolutely not true anymore. It, it's changed. So uh, Marco Farfan, uh, he just uh, he's a game killer too. He will he will crush these games at the end. He'll find a he, way to he eat is up. willing to stick his nose. Into he will anything. do it, and uh, I hope that he makes it out alive because he, gets, lot, he takes a beating. He not a lot of guys do that, so it's really impressive. So all is well for LAFC. You, you want to see the, the Rossi goal was huge because you get a two goal game. Yep. You're waiting for this big explosion of goals, but this is a new identity they have where they have one of the best defenses in the league, and it's been fortified in these last two results that you can hang your hat on. But maybe it comes this this Saturday, Real Salt Lake. We have a, a winning team. Get out there, get your tickets. I know they're available, and come out Saturday and let's give them a real good show in the stands as well. First home game in a month. First home game in a month. Real Salt Lake coming off a four-zip victory over Vancouver. Yep. They're going to be angry at what revenge. happened here. That was a spicy game there at Salt Lake. This is a good game. Yeah. And if you can't make it out, you can see it on KCOP Channel 13. There you go. Uh, let's see if we can keep ourselves unbeaten. But this is a big spot. Three of the next four are at home. So LAFC have gotten better with these six points. The standings are crazy because Seattle's having – I don't want to bring this up, but do we have to be worried about the season we set a couple of years ago with these Seattle Sounders? They're unbeaten after 18. Yeah, you might be right. But they won't catch the goals. It's funny how they they might down, get but they the still points. have not been able to be beaten. Like they haven't looked good in some games, but they're still getting points. It's crazy. I mean, if they do it a few more weeks, you have to say maybe they can run the table. 
Maybe. Without defeat. But Seattle's way up there. Sporting's up there. Galaxy keep getting some results. But to get snuggled in that 4-5 here in the midst of summer where you don't have to worry about what's happening behind you would be great. Yeah, if you can distance yourself into that 4-5 spot and then at least give yourself a possible launching pad into the last month or so of the season, you would take it, especially with the way the season started. I would think. I know, I know it's not going to be quite good enough, but just be playing your best football at the end of the season. Doesn't matter if I would like a home game, at least one home game in the playoffs. So maybe you can jump up to three, which I still think they're poised to possibly do. Uh, but yeah, things are looking a lot better than we could have said yeah. two weeks ago. Uh, I want to. I want to get to your surprise. All right. Yeah, hundredth episode. I one hundredth episode. And I would very much episode. like. I mean, I'm again. I, a good talk with you, but I'm crashing. We're a taking here. you behind the scenes at the LAC Performance Center. Joined by some of the guys. A special gift to my friend Vince, who's worked so hard to get this pot off the ground and to where we are today, 100 in a beautiful studio with 110 football and LAC coming together. Look what we have done. We've got to celebrate 100. We yeah, can't just celebrate 100. sweep it and under the rug. Thank you to anyone that has, that has listened to all 100. Thank you. We know you're out there. Max and Vince podcast, episode 100. We're going to LAC Performance Center next. As we said earlier, it's our 100th episode on what was called Inside LFC, now the Max and Vince podcast. Actually, now Inside LFC, the Max and Vince podcast. And LFC was kind enough to open up a Zoom call and we could join them from the Performance Center, see as many people as we could. And here's Steve Chirundolo. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Uh, successful coach of the Las Vegas Lights now. Congratulations again on this uh, the weekend and turning the corner with this club, getting churning out results. Yeah, it's not so much my doing as the players. Um, they've adapted very well to this new uh, project and league, and um, they figured it out and started to turn uh, good performances into good results. So uh, we're very happy with their development and the way things are going. So thanks and uh, congratulations to you guys for this amazing feat, 100. That's a lot 100. of shows, right? A lot of shows, yeah. And you know, you... I was just looking at my training sheet today, and I, 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 and I number them all. Today was our 81st, or today will be our 81st training with this team. So 100 is certainly more. So I know, gonna... I know what that feels like. You're going to catch up to us pretty soon then. And uh, You have you... under over 100 caps for the U.S., right? What, no, 50? under. under. Oh, under? No. By how much? Not much. I only got called in for the important games, guys. Oh, fair. <laughs> fair point. Yeah, you got to save, did you gotta, you get gotta called save in? the GOAT for the important games. So they wouldn't yeah. bother. Don't call Chirundolo. This is a friendly. He's not going to turn out. We'll, we'll call him it's for the qualifiers. It's a long flight from Germany. Yeah, it is a long flight. <laughs> Steve, who are, who are your favorite people to hang out with at Party Beer Co.? Oh, well, besides you two? <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's it. That's it. You're good. That's, yeah. that's, Should that's we, all I got, guys. Should we get back out there again? What's that? My buddy that I brought with me. He was fun too. But besides you guys, oh yeah, we chatted. Oh, wow. I chatted about movies with him while you were while you were busy shaking hands with everybody. We just chatted about movies and, and Vance Vance shoes, which was great. Yeah, right in my wheelhouse. Hey, so uh, how's it been? Have you guys you guys had to watch a lot of the Euros, right? And Copa America, combination of both. Absolutely. Um, TVs are TV screens are always on. We're watching soccer all day long here, so we watch both competitions. Um, great endings to both of the competitions, really. Um, I thought they were fitting to the to the tournament as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know which final I liked better. Um, seeing Argentina beat Brazil in the final, and Messi finally raising a trophy as a captain of Argentinian national team, or um, the Italians pulling it out again. It's just the tournament team, much like the Germans. This is. <laughs> 
German it's either team? the German or the Italians winning. Nobody else. But there's the answer. The the Argentina Brazil game was. Uh, did you? I, I it was a really hard watch for me. Way too many whistles, but it was worth it Kicked to the see. Hell out of each other. It was worth it to see the teammates gather around Messi and lift him up, knowing how important that was for him. That was fantastic. We waited a long time to see that. We did. We did. And a typical final, I think, in in Copa America and South America in general. Very tight games. A lot of whistles, like you said. Um, not all, maybe not best to watch, most exciting with a lot of goals and, and, and uh, good football, but um, certainly an intense game. Passion, for sure. And, and you th- I think Messi's bloody sock is going to become what uh, Kurt Schilling's sock was Mon- for the Red Sox. Yeah, Mon- Gonzalo Montiel had a bloody sock as well. Oh, a, lot, a lot of bloody socks. Uh, I mean, if Brazil would have won, we would have had Neymar's uh, torn shorts just hung up somewhere in the American Isle. Wardrobe malfunction. Yep. Hey, you got. Hey, the kids are ready, man. It looks like you're 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 gro- grooming them for this, for full LAFC and some of the full LAFC debuts to get on there. It, it's it, it's all seems like it's starting to work. Yes, it is. It is. It's coming. It's coming together, and uh, yeah, everybody is moving in the right direction. And, and given enough time, I think we'll we'll reach all of our goals, which uh, makes me very happy. All right, Steve, we got, we got to put you on spot. You could see this beautiful suit that you have. You got to come out here sometime. We'll get you when, when you can. Um, your schedule works. You have to come here, sit with me and Max, do the podcast. Absolutely, 100%. I'm there, guys. Uh, I apologize for not making it today, but uh, had other things. Uh, unfortunately, more important things. There aren't very many, <laughs> but there were, there were a couple today. What? <laughs> we're used to it. We're used to it. And their names are Liv and Bella, which are my two daughters. So, oh, guys- Steve, you're good peeps, man. You know, you got carte blanche with us. You do. You've been, you've been fantastic. You've been on the podcast before, and yeah. you have, uh, you've been on our IG before. So, also, you were, you were our number one ask, number one guest. So, if that makes you, uh, yeah. you know, makes you feel any better, uh, it's not like we went down the list. You were our number one ask because we had so, so much fun with you at Party Beer Co. <laughs> well, Paul here is shaking his finger, but um, I, I believe you guys. So. Um, I appreciate it, and I will see you soon. I can't wait to join you in the studio. There you go. That's Thanks, a Steve. good. That's a good dismount. He now best, best of luck with Vegas. We'll see you soon, <laughs> man. I love Steve's a straight shooter. I love it. Steve's the best. Steve, he's like, well, he was I have more important one. things to do. He quite was our frankly, one selection. Hey, Paul, Team Security, Paul Apodaca, are you there? Oh, who's that behind you? Uh-oh. Latifo. Did you hear that? Want to say hello, Latif. Hi. Latif, my Latif, I interviewed you last week and you talked about mentality. You talked about mentality heading into Austin. It seems like you guys had it. You guys were yeah, ready yeah. for that road trip. Yeah, we are ready. We are ready, you know. It's like mentality. That's why I, I told everybody, you know. Everybody's like ready to go. I talked to Carlos and everybody. So mentality is the key to set everything, you know. So we are ready. Let's go. That's- <laughs> Latif, I just want to wish you guys congratulations with your hundred. Ah, thank you, thank that you, Latif. That was not fan, the, was it? You're the best fan favorite. We love Latif. Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys too. Yeah, uh, we love you, Latif. We'll have to have you uh, like in person when we can all yeah. be in person, in person on the podcast soon. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you, Latif. Wow, this is bearing some serious fruit right here. This is the way to go. Paul, I mean, we haven't spoken to you. We've spoke to you off there. So uh, what, what's going on here? Players are leaving and you're grabbing. I got one more guy coming on up here. Real, just real quick. He just, he wants to just say hello real fast. All right. All right. One second. Here he is right now. Oh, you're going to give him his, you're going to give him your seat. Hey, hey. <laughs> 
Super bien. Eddie, you know we're going to get you on that all-star team with the way you're playing. We're getting people para votar. Muchas gracias a A ustedes, felicitaciones por el por este nuevo episodio que que es el ¿cómo se el número 100? Bueno, That's right. están más y los mejores deseos siempre. Ay, muy amables, Eddie. Wishing us 100, uh, 100. No, I was about to say, my Spanish is not good, you're but good. I can understand that, that at least. I can understand that. Thank you. Gracias, Eddie. Pero, You've been so good lately. Eddie, Team también, week. es cierto que los colombianos hablan lo mejor español que todos, ¿no? Eso dicen. <laughs> Yo se notan. They speak, the best, they speak the best Spanish. Oh, it's a lot easier to understand. Oh, fantastic. For me. <laughs> <laughs> my, my Spanish is so bad. Eddie. Best of luck and keep it going, man. We've been enjoying your play and enjoy playing at home this weekend. Claro que sí, lo vamos a disfrutar con toda la gente y que sea un buen triunfo también aquí en casa. This is incredible. Bien. We're just like, it's like we're at the performance center just bugging people as they walk out to their cars. You know, it'd be cool if we could get just this camera all the time. Yeah. I mean, Lon Lonzo would hate it, but if we could get this camera all Alonzo's the time. Lonzo's setting up the camera like he just turns the point of view so I we know, can see everything. Like, and maybe not see everything, uh, yeah. more importantly. Maybe more importantly. I know he does have a, a job to do, and he does it very well. But you, look, just so so lovely. I mean, I know they're being told what it is, but to tell us it's our 100th episode, and that was heartfelt from Eddie. Yeah, I think, uh, look, we, we make the players feel good. Uh, we do uh, Contrary to popular belief, we do ask some hard questions from time to time. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I think the players enjoy that we, we actually follow the game and follow what they do, follow what they say, but we, we also uh, have the wherewithal and the perspective to say like soccer's hard bro yeah like, it is <laughs> like i don't know i don't look i i think these players are incredible i think what they do is incredible but i don't begrudge them um i you know it's not easy man it is not paul are you still there i have i have to have a word with you paul team security paul are you flown around Paul is floating around right now. He's trying, oh, he's he's trying, trying to, to make, grab some more people. He's trying to make things happen. But huh? I wanted to ask Paul because they did a whole uh, content play on him on the LAFC. It was handles, a very good piece. And how he's the most loved person at the club and everyone was going on. I go, wait a minute, is this the same team security Paul? I heard it was very hard to boil down in two minutes. Should have been like, it was like an ESPN 30 for 30s doc. <laughs> and uh, Lauren Terry had to boil it down, uh, really get to the essence of Paul. Like, like Jordan Harvey said, he's the glue. Uh, but I, I, just glowing reviews. I, I think they were going to do one for you, and it was much shorter. Yeah, it had to be much. It had to be much shorter. But they take. And then you know, they do take, it for they, me. They take and all the P, as said, they who? would like to say. Which guy? Which they know who you are. The guy that kind of looks like Jordan Harvey. That the guy. guy. <laughs> we also we were here. We we set this up, and there was a bunch of guys who came in and out that we we had missed. We saw Thomas Romero, and we. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think we could. I could do all my game research here, just holding yeah. this up here for a few minutes. And this see was not the way we were going to do it, but we're vamping. We're vamping pretty well. We're vamping uh, really I mean, quick. I want to give you a compliment. Uh, when we were in Seattle, we ran into Keith Costigan, uh, who does uh, Sounders play-by-play, -play and also just Keith. On, just Keith, uh, also on uh, on Fox broadcasts. Great, great commentator, great play-by-play -play man himself. And you know what he said to me? He said, "If I was in a situation where the feed went down." And I had to just trot somebody out there. There is no one else I would rather have than Max Bredos to <laughs> fill 30 minutes. No joke. I'm not joking with you. That's, that's like verbatim that's of what good. he said. And I 100% agree with him because there's a lot of play-by-play -play guys that if you ran them out there and go, I don't know, just talk about life. They'd be like, what? 
There is. I, I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of it. I'm glad Keith would bring that well, up. Well, you can reference things. You do yes. have a life. You do things outside of this. You you can talk about more than just your uh, game notes for hours. That's on the end. fun stuff, no? No. That's the, no. This fun stuff is being able to oh, talk about yeah, experiences, no, not but, the game notes. No, the game notes are not fun. I don't care about your handwriting. I don't care that you wrote down. The best part is. When people show oh, the, me, are you talking about the, the, the lineup card? Yeah, the lineup card. You know I what? talked just about my, my other podcast, and I was kind of laying in. It's like, yeah, I, I know I'm not probably making myself any friends by doing this, which is probably a bad idea in the media. But uh, I'd never. I look at those game notes. Just I'm slightly interested because I want to see if I could pull out one nugget. There's nothing well. Written. There's nothing in there that's like that mind blowing. It's like, yeah. oh, he starts here, left footed. Wow. <laughs> we need to tighten it up there. We need to tighten it up with some information, but access is king, obviously, to be able to do that. But then that's why you got to have these these uh, personal touches here along the way. But the uh, the game knows, and I want to just say to people calling games, a lot of it is, look, oh, Cal, Cal Jennings. Jennings. What's look, going on? How are y'all? Do you What's know, up, it's Cal? a very special day for us. You know what, did they tell you what today is? That's but they said 100 episodes, is that correct? Yes, yeah. it is, Cal. Thank you. Hey, big time. Congrats to y'all. Cal, I had you on that IG Live, and I still get people that uh, compliment how cool you were. They're like, that Cal Jennings seems like a really cool guy. I was like, he was great, and I wish I would have gotten to talk to him in person instead of IG Live because he was so cool to chat with on IG. Well, I was, I was happy to be there, and I'm glad, you know, they think I'm at least a little bit cool. I think they... Might be confused a bit, but hey, I'll take it. Hey, man, people are pulling for you. I mean, you, you played really well in that Dallas game. Uh, we've been seeing the things you've been doing with Dallas. People are really, they want to see you out there, man. Absolutely. Well, I'm happy, you know, every opportunity I get, and I'm really thankful for the support that, that everybody is bringing. So hopefully some goals to come and some more wins as well. Yeah, see, that's a cow we love. What was that like when they tell you, hey, you're starting a game for LAFC? What, is, uh, what comes to mind? Yeah, no, I was, I was excited. You know, they, I uh, wasn't expecting it, um, but I, Bob gave me the opportunity and uh, I took it and it was one of those where it was like, you don't really feel, when you come on as a sub, it's a different sort of emotion than when you're starting mm -hmm. the game. You know, you hear your name said over the loudspeaker, you're, you're in the team huddle, you're in the team picture. So it's little things here and there. Um, but just to, to be uh, at the start of the game with all of the emotion that comes with it is, is really incredible. So it was definitely an awesome experience. What'd you do with the kit? I always love to hear what guys do with their first like MLS start kit. Is it, is it oh, tucked I, away? I kept, no, my, my girlfriend wasn't going to let me get rid of that. She wanted to wear it, so I kept it for sure. Oh, wow, awesome. a great, that's a great ending place. Yeah, Keep it at story. home uh, and where it's going to be treated very well. Absolutely. Hey, Cal, I had a question because I watch you. Who do, do you. What players do you like to model yourself after? Maybe not model yourself after, but are inspired by. Because I'm trying to figure out when I watch you play who you remind me of. And it's on the tip of my tongue when I can't figure it out. Has someone said you remind them of a certain player? Yeah, so there's, there's not a, like a particular player that I try to model my game after. Um, but I like, I like taking from, from some of the best. I like watching Robert Lewandowski, some of the things he does. Obviously, we're very different players. Um, I like watching Jamie Vardy and the energy he brings. Uh, Steve uh, Chirundolo actually told me that I, I had some similarities to Timo Werner, which I, I could see just with some of the athleticism and chance creating. Um, hopefully I get on a, a little better of a scoring streak than, than he might have this year, but I still believe he's really <laughs> what about What about Sergio Aguero? I can see a little bit when you get in the box and your ability to to try to create just a little bit of space and a little bit of angle. I saw that. Just That's it. That a was little it. bit of Kun Aguero. What about that? Yeah, maybe a little bit of that. A little bit of finding good spaces in the box, trying to get on the end of things. I like to like to hunt the ball there, so I can see it. Yeah. No, I, there, was a, there was a moment in that Dallas game, and I think uh, it might have ended up getting blocked just barely, but 
you got the ball and immediately just tried to, like I said, create that extra little bit of angle. And it was like, he's shooting no matter what it's happening right here. And it was actually honestly really like delightful to see because sometimes you get guys that get in your position and they just want to defer to everyone. Um, so it was good to see, uh, you know, you grasp that responsibility. Well, thank you. I'm glad, glad you saw a little bit of fire in me. Hopefully there's more to come. Yeah, and we love the mustache. So you just be you. We love the ponytail and the mustache. It's very marketable. We got to make some T-shirts on it, and then we'll move on from there. Yeah, uh, I, would, I would love that. It's not going anywhere. So All I'm right, good man. Yeah, <laughs> we need some collar man Cal shirts. Cal, you don't know that, but there was a there was a, a used car salesman uh, that Sing went it. by the name of Cal. I can't do the jingle, if you, especially with my my like science of action. If you want to save money, go see Cal. Yeah, save money, go see Cal. Everyone out, everyone of a certain wanna... age group of me and Max's age group would know Cal. So I Cal think Worthington, be Long cool, Beach, be a fun T-shirt to make. Call Cal. Go see Cal. Okay. Sounds like I got big shoes to fill. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. We appreciate you, Cal, man. Have a great week. And, uh, best of luck this coming weekend. I know we, we, we had a little break here, and we're going to do it all over again. Let's bring it on. Summer's here. Thank you all for having me. Congrats again on the 100th episode. That's awesome. Oh, Thanks, Cal. Wonderful. We did some pretty good work. Should we, We've done some pretty good work. Should we, we, keep, should we, we said we'd, get, we'd have 20 minutes of Cam. L- Lonzo, uh, should we hold off? Uh, Paul, Paul was promising a, a certain big name. Should we try to hold out for him? Big names in, in the treatment room, so I'm not sure how long. Oh, that'll oh, that'll be too long. Take us in the treatment room. No, I'm kidding. Don't do we'll that. We'll have to do it another time then. Yeah, no. Hey, Paul is back, though, if you guys want to ask him. All right, let's ask Paul something really quick. Paul, oh, they want to ask you a question. Paul Apodaca, who's Team Security Paul. You've seen him everywhere. He was uh, he's, he's MLS famous for his uh, participation with helping Matias Almeida leave the field, who got a red card. Yes. Hero. There he is. Everyone know there he is, Paul. Don't get all serious all of a sudden no, no, now that we have do, you here. Paul. You, you, you're no, a star. No, no, no. The, uh, the big guy's in there on the table, so it's going to be a little off. Oh, no worries. Yeah, we appreciate you trying. And we'll try and do this another time because now we, we know we can pull it off. You don't think they'd be bothered. How much do the, the players be bothered that us two are on a laptop screaming at, as they're trying to get to their cars? You know, we'd rather you guys just come on down here and do it right here, but Alonzo said you guys weren't uh, – you didn't want to come down here. That's not true. That is, uh, we have a studio, though. Look at this studio. It's absolutely not true. We have a, we. It's nice. We only stay here because yeah. we have an absolutely nice studio, and we are told we've got a nice backdrop right here. You guys can do it right here from my Jay's desk. Will Look. I have a parking spot? Is the question. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. That's a little tough. <laughs> that's a nice <laughs> one. <laughs> that's a little tough. There is a, there's lot four or a um, you know how we do it. Ah. Right. Max? We know how we do it. Look, okay. yeah, yeah, I saw you. I saw you. I, I know that what that means. You got right. three times. I got it. So, I got it. So we hey, have hey, we we have on. the blessing from Paul, who you know is the boss there. So Paul, can we just we can sit at your and Jay's desk and treat it like a like a late night show esque type thing? I'm obviously Conan. Max is Andy, uh, and we'll just we'll just bring players as they you come are, on out. You are the musical guest. Come on in. Done. Well, if Paul says we can do it, we can do. Paul, it. do you want to wish us a happy 100th show? Hey, congrats, guys. Seriously, congrats. Oh, thank you. I was thank just you, trying Paul. to put you on the spot, but you're the man. Thanks for allowing us to uh, to be the eyes and ears for a little bit of time here inside the Performance Center. I'll, t- I'll take you guys for a little tour right now, but this guy will get mad at me if I take the Don't take up. us for a tour. We don't want anyone to get in trouble. Yeah, let, let Lonzo keep his job. <laughs> He's been sweating enough. You- yeah.
<laughs> all right, guys, congrats. Good. Thank all you, right. Paul. Well, that went. Uh, did that go pretty well? That went pretty well. Do you feel better? Because I know this was a very special I, day for I both do. of us. Paul did us a very big solid. Unfortunately, we didn't have it on on camera. Uh, he walked through there and he saw he walked, everybody. He walked us through. We'll have to just kind of paint the picture for you. He walked us through uh, the hallways of the performance center and everybody kind of popped in and they were actually very, they humored us by saying They're very hello. gracious. They were very gracious. Cheeky Palacios, who's back. And it's his birthday. Copa America and it's his birthday of all days. Cheeky's birthday, our 100th episode. We'd have gotten in trouble if that thing published, so we're probably good that we'd... <laughs> we would have. It would have. This would have been 100 and done. 100 and done. And we don't want to be 100 and done. We want to go to 101 and beyond. So uh, download, share this podcast, leave a review, but we're really excited. And as we said in, the, in our previous segment, the good times are starting to roll in, so let's enjoy them together. When the bad times roll in, if they do, we'll tackle it when it arrives. Yep. Fair enough. And we'll get you some access. We promise access. We got you. We've got like four players and Team Security, Paul. And Team Security, Paul. We'll join you next week from Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast. Have a great week.